I'm not gonna worry about your level of concern. We talking about Twitter. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Why did he pick him up with a gun? I don't send messages, I just make moves. We mock ourselves. Uh, you know, maybe I've uh, I've had it all wrong this whole time. You know, I thought you know, I thought we could elevate the platform. You know, what is what does coach say? I would do unique things to achieve unique results. Because because I looked out over. Steeler Nation, and I saw a sea of negativity. You know, I saw, and 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 we and we've seen the data that confirmed it. Shout out to uh, PhDs at bookies.com. Bookies, you know, and 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 I had this idea. I guess it was. I guess it's a radical idea now. Uh, in hindsight, you know, trust in the Steelers' way, and you're guaranteed to be watching dramatic, competitive football. In December and January every year. It's been that way. I mean, since I, you know, eighty nine was when I is when my radar started. You know, trust in the Steeler way. Guaranteed to be watching a sixty minute game. It might it might come down to the fifty eighth minute, the fifty ninth, the sixty eighth minute. Uh no matter how bizarre the game, the Steelers are gonna have a chance to win. You know, trust in the Steelers' way. Don't be so negative, right? Right. You know, trust in the Steelers' way. Maybe not in your own limited worldview. You know, you know, love your Steelers' neighbor as yourself. And these are radical ideas. I get it. Because the the you know the response has been deafening. <laughs> off <laughs> we've been called the fan police oh you know fan you know so fans can judge players and coaches but it's out of bounds when the mirror is turned on yourselves <laughs> we've been called a mockery of intelligent and valuable Steelers commentary wow which i think i think that should be the, the actually the tagline on uh maybe I, I, I mean, if, I, I'm in for making shirts with that. Call me all the names. It doesn't. Ma- it doesn't matter. My what? My way. My philosophy has been rejected. The bums <laughs> have lost, Mister Lebowski. <laughs> so now might be a good time to move on to the next Behind the Steel Curtain podcast. Mm. Uh, those other shows are much safer, and no way co-sign any of these views. <laughs> This is what Jin's talking, probably the finale <laughs> of what Jin's talking about, the conversation about the Steelers conversation, and the converse, the conversation is, it's, it's just been, it's been bad, I'm, it's been, it's quicksand, I'm drowning, I'm drowning, I need to, I need to pull the plug or I'm gonna, or I'm not gonna make it. Hello, I'm Greg Bonavent. I'm Kyle Kreiss. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I would like to say, I think this is the first time our podcast has opened with just an audible sigh. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my id sign. <laughs> just, you know, haters everywhere we go. And I, you know, one in four worst 
offense ever. The worst loss in most of our lifetimes, just in sheer number of points, obviously not in terms of stakes. So I, you know, so I get it, you know. Uh, well, maybe I don't. Maybe I don't get it. I, but mm. I get some. You know, I understand uh, the 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 why. Maybe I don't know what I don't. What well, I, do I mean, I, if there's ever a week to be negative, uh, this is absolutely it. However, just being negative doesn't mean that you have to let your you know inner insecurities just run free. Is it? Is, is that what? Is that what? I don't know. I feel like it's a. I feel it's the. It's invasion of the body snatchers, and it's in in the and they've won. You know, I'm everyone is the other Donald Sutherland. His mouth is open, pointing at me. You know, right? Well, I mean, I I, I think it I think it's important what argument Donald Sutherland's making. If he's pointing at you and saying, you know, everything's going to be bad forever, then yeah, that's body snatchers. If he's shouting one and four, see, that's the kind of thing. I mean, it's it's they sort of take it beyond the uh, uh, anything sensible into a realm of you know. Well, we've now mentioned Donald Sutherland. <laughs> well. Yeah, uh, let's let's get to let's get to the tweets. I'm gonna start with I can't because I couldn't do the usual the usual suspects. It's just okay. too much. We we're just gonna have to we're gonna have to frogger a little some lily pad to lily pad. Okay, but we got to start with is that a frogger work? Is it? I don't know. I thought you had to jump through the streets. Anyway, it's it's we're if we keep going on tangents, we're never gonna get to all the hate and negativity in the world. That's right. We get we're on a we're on a time limit here. <laughs> At Real Clark 25, Ryan Clark. Mike Tomlin is my favorite football coach. With that being said, no matter what the roster looks like, your team has to be prepared, be in proper positions to succeed, and dang fight. The Steelers did not fight today, and that goes back to the head coach. He gotta get them right. And this had like kind of like a synchronized media assault. This tweet came at the same time. He went on the air and followed up with this with these words. Cam Hayward, to me, is a future Hall of Famer. Mika Fitzpatrick, one of the best playing the game. I am what? in no way saying that those men didn't want to win. What? what I'm saying is from the... But I'm in no way saying that those men didn't want to win. <laughs> but He doesn't say but, actually. But he's, he's basically saying but... Well, that's how you talk, right? I mean, and listen, I forget where it came up. Someone much smarter than me said it. But the idea is when you say but, it negates everything you said before. That was simply you clearing your throat and trying to get into an advantageous position. Yeah, he's basically saying, like, Cam Hayward, nah, not you. Minka, not your butt. <laughs> but I want to win. What I'm saying is, from the outside looking in, only boom. Okay, now I think that's very important. Okay, hear that again, right? From I looking in. Only... From the yeah, I didn't. I missed it. From the outside <laughs> looking in. Uh-huh. That's the key. Th- yeah, from the outside looking in. The from the fan perspective, from the media perspective, you know. uh Head, you know, we we as a as a fan as a Steeler Nation are saying heads must roll, people's jobs must be on the line or getting hot, hot seat, which means mm. what? Like like the threat of being fired is you know not quite fired, but the threat of fired hot seat. I, like, I like the idea that just Rooney pops into someone's office to be like you're fifteen percent on the hot seat, or just holds yeah. up a thermometer that like slowly goes up each week. With yeah, like loss. the nuclear clock, like yeah. oh. Tomlin, it's seven. What is it? It's looking hot in here. Is it seventy-two degrees? Oh my God! The hot seat is on. What? You just start wiping your brow as you walk by people. Yes. Uh, okay. So from the outside looking in, I think is very key, and I think he purposefully says that because that is not necessarily reality. Mm-hmm. He's saying perce- the perception is, mm-hmm. and perception is not reality. Anyway, continue, Ryan. Only one dude strained the entire day, and it was the quarterback. Wow. And- 
and I can and, and I can say this, he is my favorite football coach in the world. What? This starts with Coach Tomlin. What? This team gave up. Mm. This team wasn't playing anymore. It what? wasn't important enough for them to go out and have pride in the way they approach the game. Okay, so this, I mean, I, this kind of teeters on the onto the personal when you start getting into the team gave up and oh, no one yeah. out there wanted to play. Like it starts, it's just beyond like they 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 got beat, they got whooped, they're they're bad, they're mm. worst in in these stats, this and that to get personal. Like whooped, uh, didn't want to play, and it's the coach's fault. Um, mm -hmm. you know, is that, is that, a, is that a, a, a weird way to take it or what do you, what, no, I, I think that's exactly right. Cause I think that's, that's one reason that so many people for good or for ill lean on stats is because they, you know, while they can be misapplied for the most part, they are true statements, whether or not they lead to something other. I personally strongly disagreed with what Clark said. I mean, it's I, I absolutely Kenny Pickett was there the whole time. So was miles Jack. Yeah. The man had a yeah. whole bunch of tackles. He had the, he forced that fumble long after things were determined. Determined. And I also thought the same thing again. If a guy who certainly cared, it's James Daniels. I mean, if yeah. he didn't care, he wouldn't have thrown that kid to the ground after he hit a uh, 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 picket, which, by the way, is the same reason that I'm obviously, in addition to being a homer, don't feel so bad about picket not throwing a touchdown. They would have had a first. They would have been in a much better position to do so if Daniels hadn't thrown that guy. But he had to do that for the team. and It was far more important than any touchdown. But yes, absolutely. This trends into the personal and it's but it's also why we're talking about this. If Clark just gets up there and starts reading off the stats about, you know, the 800 yards of offense or whatever it was the Bills had, then we're probably not discussing the same thing but because this guy was in the room and had been with the team and knows Tomlin here we are uh, talking about Ryan Clark on a Thursday but don't you know he knows that the, that all those guys care he knows that Kendrell Kendrick Green on the you know not even dressed on the sidelines Isaiah you know, Loudermilk yeah he I mean you know so he knows that so it, you know it does it, it is trying to cut in there um so then when he's you know then he tweets later in the week that like uh, oh, why, you know, uh, why are people asking players about analyst questions? I think that's so dumb. He, he kind of plays off like, you know, why why are people talking about me? I didn't start this, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's, and again, I mean, we're, and we're feeding the beast too. We're talking about Ryan Clark, but we're addressing it uh, uh, for as important a reason as anybody. But no, it's absolutely, it, uh, that he take, it has, it is very personal for him to say that about the players and all that. And I, I, the one if I were to do the, the the devil's advocate best possible light, it is also it, it one way to look at Clark's comments. While they are a personal attack, they're also a way of getting around. Maybe this team isn't very good. I mean, if this team isn't trying, you know, if you can say, OK, if this team isn't trying, if they did give up, then maybe if they didn't give up, it would have been a, a better outcome or at least not as bad an outcome. I'm not saying that's necessarily the way Ryan Clark said that or the way he intended it, but that is one other possible way to take it. You know, it's like, you know, uh, at what point did uh, did they give up when they were down 28 to three, when they were down 31 to three? You know, it's like it was it. it it, it didn't, you know, nothing mattered that uh, they could, you know, it, I don't know. I don't and know. the other part of it, too, I mean, if you want to say they gave up when they decided to kick those field goals, I mean, that's at least something I'll listen to. Uh, although I thought the first one was defensible in the first half, the one I in the second half I had more concerns about. But I see Tomlin's point about the fourth and 13 after Dan Moore jumps on the false start. But uh, but even then, you know, Tomlin deciding to go to a field goal does not mean that everyone but one player quit. 
Yeah, and uh, let's well, you know, and so let's let's just because because then DJ responded. Let's get to <clears throat> at B Pryor, Brooke Pryor. I asked Deontay Johnson about this because there was this back and forth with Ryan Clark and Brooke mm-hmm. Pryor. So she she stepped up. And she, I was the one who asked Deontay Johnson about this. He didn't mince words. He told Ryan to come back and play. Here's the sound from Deontay. I don't know if this is necessarily mincing words. You tell me. I'm not worried about RC, man. <laughs> he played here. He know how to steal his play. So. What? If you want to come play, he can come help us win. <laughs> if you got so much to say, but other than that, I'm gonna just keep playing football and worry about me and my teammates. You know, I mean, DJ's always been kind of the keep it, you know, uh, keep it, keep it even, even keel, or, mm-hmm. or you know, the low response. He's not one of those uh, high response kind of guys. Well, whatever concerns you might have with uh, DJ, it's not like everyone ever said, "Oh, this guy's a diva." I mean, it. Um, I, 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 I mean, I kind of wished he hadn't said this, but of course, I 100% understand. If I played a professional sport or something like that, and I, I would do these kinds of things all the time, I'd run my mouth horribly after a game. So I totally get that. It. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the only part, of, really, the. I mean, one, I wish he hadn't said any of this because who cares? But you know, why? Why should he concern himself with Ryan Clark at all, other than the fact this was a personal attack? The only thing that bothered me a little bit was DJ at the end saying, you know, uh, I think he said something effective like, I know we're going to be fine and i remember thinking like ah is that a sense of you know that that that, that this is acceptable but then i thought about it and i realized no it's more or less the belief that carries you through a week after so a month of losses nothing but losses is the idea that hey if we keep fighting through this eventually we're going to get better so i made my peace with that yeah i i, I liked i didn't mind his answer i thought it was you know a fine and this wouldn't you know and then what happened was i guess he blocked Ryan Clark on Twitter uh, not too long after uh, that. And, and hey, and, it's, and there's nothing wrong with self-care and getting prepared for the week. And, uh, yeah, you don't need to ahead. see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's you know. Yeah. When the when my coach's best bud, uh, you know, alumni from one of the best defenses of all time uh, is out there calling my name out. You know, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. need to. I don't need to see that on my timeline. Maybe. <laughs> oh, pardon me. How about. All right. Well, you know, that wasn't the only locker room drama. How about. At Jerry the Kid 21, Jersey Jerry. Uh, when you have the players laughing and joking around after getting crumpled 38 to 3, that's a reflection on the head coach. Mike Tomlin may have lost the locker room. This is the self proclaimed greatest Steelers fan. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the guy that seems to know everybody. He's right? buds with Kenny. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is in reference to, you know, Molette, I guess. Arthur Molette was uh, letting the team know that it's not cool to be upbeat in the in the in the face of a loss like this and uh, you know no one said who it was mm-hmm. uh but i mean hell you you were you were getting beat at that at halftime you had an hour to to kind of process some of that so if you were joking around about whatever you were i i, I kind of i can i can see that too I, that's sort of where i was with it i mean it's just it, it, it everyone processes everything differently i mean as a fan you get you're upset so you want the players to be upset on your behalf too but i mean as you know as someone that's been in competitive and, and certainly not in a football game but certainly you know shows and life when something goes bad some people their defense mechanism how they process stuff is through laughter i mean it's which is entirely possible what's happening here and the other thing i thought about Mollette that kind of hit me i mean it's you know here's a guy that certainly had a lot of plays go against him because in large part he's doing a job that isn't his <laughs> like it's and just think about how you would you are at your own job when you're forced to do someone else's job because they're not there and it goes badly and then you get criticized for it i'd be up yelling at dudes for laughing too 
And this guy's worked. Uh, he's had to work a lot harder to earn roster spots. I think he's been cut a few times from no, teams. No, a hundred percent. And so you know, some of these guys uh, who are pedigree draft picks don't have to worry about maybe some of the you know he's. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then if they're over there laughing about something that maybe has nothing to do with the game or like a funny text from your kid or something, you know, like you have. I mean, again, when someone's laughing in the locker room, that doesn't mean like oh the game doesn't matter to me. It could mean like oh look, my son is walking. Like there's so many different <laughs> things that can mean like. And what I mean, if you and you if you can't joke about if you can't joke about a loss, are you allowed to you know jersey swap after a big loss like that? Or are you allowed to join the prayer circle? You know, I, I, I was trying to stay away from the prayer, but I was thinking the same thing about the prayer circle. Yeah, like it's, it's I understand faith transcends these kind of things and that sort of thing. But yeah, but it's but it is also a way of you know again everyone processes this differently. I mean it's I I, I mean I you know and not to take it too far afield, but man, my favorite actor is one of them's Forrest Whitaker because no matter what, Forrest smiles. He's Edium in. He's your buddy. He always smiles, good or bad, whatever happens. So I totally get that. Everybody else gets a little tight. Yeah, not Forrest. He is very affable. Uh, okay, then there was the, you know, then there was the uh, the butt tweet mm. gate. Is that what butt retweet? I don't know. Uh. Then there's there's at Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward disregard my last retweet. That was a butt retweet. Dumb dumb Cam. Well, so I was like, well, what was the retweet then? So yeah. and it was and he retweeted Disco nineteen eighty one twenty one. I can't stand Tomlin. He's a fraud and a clown that's been carried by Ben his entire career. However, Cam Hayward was running thirty yards downfield again to make tackles that the linebackers wouldn't make. Uh, do, you know, do, do you believe the butt retweet? One, uh, I do. And two, the real story here is that Cam Hayward sees what you're tweeting. Yeah. That's that, the part yeah. to take from this. If you mention he's absolutely reading it. Yeah, so if you're being a jerk out there, uh, that reflects on you. You know, oh, I'm just, you know, that's why I always say you are the person you tweet as. Mm-hmm. But, or if you need another way to say it, tweet as if Cam Hayward is going to read it. Yeah, would you say that to his face? Hey, you're my favorite player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate your coach. Everyone, everyone around you sucks. But boy, you really got after to play. The other thing is too. I, I, I've, I've but retweeted. I mean, I, I before we started this podcast years ago, I but uh, Facebook messaged, video called uh, a group that Kyle and I were in. So it's oh. I, I kind of thing happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I uh, I'm not one to I haven't but retweeted yet, but hopefully if I do, it is someone complimenting me. If, uh, <laughs> if, I, if I am gonna but retweet, I hope I, I am getting a compliment in there. I don't get many compliments, so maybe I'll just tweet me. I'll retweet. You don't have to but right, retweet. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. doesn't have to involve your rear at all. You I know. hate all your favorite people, but love you. Retweet. Yeah, so yeah okay. exactly. But you seem to work hard. Well, um, and then you know, wh- hey, once more, like I said, haters everywhere we go. <laughs> At Vinny Vitty Vici 98, Vince William. Mike T got the Black Air Force Ones. Only three of those players are even that type of time. Uh, you know, who deserves the Air Force Ones at this point? I mean, you got to say, I would hope Minka has got to get one. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were reticent about, uh, 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 you know, complimenting Minka after the game with that bizarre play where the dude stole the ball from him. But um, exactly, if, you know, if that was that, it was in his hand. You know, uh, just bizarre. I don't, that's not a bizarre play. It was just 
Or is it? Yeah, it is. It's a kind of free. How often do you see happen. that? Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's a great play by the other guy. But yeah. again, as we keep saying, if the other guys keep making great plays week after week. And, um, I mean, uh, you know, as, as, as I've learned about the Black Air Forces from you, it's that, that, you know, that that's a certain type of player, not necessarily the most talented person, but in a way they carry themselves and conduct their business. And it's, you know, as far as criticisms go, this is a pretty light one from Vince. If he wanted to criticize. <laughs> Criticize people. He really could. But, but why, you know, that's the thing. Why would you? Everyone is out there uh, looking to find blame. And it's just like, and if, when if the score's 38 to 3, how do you really need to go in search of blame? You know, and everyone wants to, you know, th- and even down to the play by play, people who like live tweet and they're like, oh, incomplete, you know, Levi Wallace, did it do the, I don't know. You know, it's just, that's not a good example, but. I don't know. I feel like eight. Uh, I feel like Steelers Twitter is. We're always trying to get eight pounds in a five pound bag of of chaos of of just toxic crap. You know, it just hit me now is that like the nominal level of negativity that Steelers Twitter has carried for years when the team was winning might be appropriate now. But since now we're like at like DefCon 14 in terms of the Twitter, like it's, you know, the negativity outpaces even as badly as the team has performed. Where is who? Yeah. Who? Well, who, who if you're looking for that type of content, who gets my follow this week? And uh, and that is at T Smith 6309 Terry. All of the young Steeler fans have no idea how long it took us to find Bradshaw's replacement. Ben retired last year, and we already found Ben's replacement. This might be a tough season, but the future is bright. That's the kind of that's the content I'm looking for on Twitter. That's uh, okay. That's that's more my speed in, in this situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. I mean, no. I, I, it makes sense. I mean, it's just you know, I, I I do worry about you know getting too much into this mindset of like uh it may be negative now it may be bad now i mean that's certainly true but the the last thing i would want is that for this you know this to be something that's accepted i mean that that in and of itself would be a crumbling or an erosion of the standard but you know what 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 is the alternative you know for you know oh we can't accept this well we can't no can't really do nothing about it right you know? oh yeah yeah your record is what your record is what uh is you are what your record says you are i mean i love that parcells quote at uh mm-hmm. you know and it's like oh you gotta you, there's gotta be change you gotta be changed and it's like well okay we changed the quarterback We've uh, we've we've changed. I guess, I mean, you could say we changed a, a defensive tackle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we've changed a, a special teams returner. We you know benched an all pro uh, returner. Um, yeah. So you know, there's been change. People want firing of coordinators, firing of coaches. That's not you know that's not change. That's self destruction or whatever. Yeah, oh yeah, and it, it it's and I I, I it, it is it, it would be it very well could throw the team off. But I, I I am glad to see people not accepting of that. What is it like four first quarter touch touchdowns and Canada's rain or something like that? Like it's 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 hard to find at this time that that level where it's like being excessively negative and yet like not you know wanting and yet understanding that a lot of this does. They out the the results have to change. 
Well, you know, and well, someone's decision, that'll be someone's decisions to make. You know, uh, if it's not Canada, and if who, you know, who, whatever, it was it Heinz Ward comes in? I don't know. Or Mike you Sullivan. Know, uh, go back to Todd Haley. I don't know. So, I whatever. I'm gonna hate on that guy too because mm-hmm. we. I mean, it was no different from B A. It was no different from Haley. And there's a lot of revisionist history out there now. Like, oh, Haley, we love him. Like eh, that was not that how that went. That was not how that went. B A was Ben's buddy, and then Todd Haley. Uh, you know, was was a jerk, a meanie, and then. But he kept Ben from getting sacked. That was yeah. the everyone forgets. That was the big change from Arians to Haley. Was the idea that Haley was going to keep Ben upright, and he did. Um, but I, so I don't see that change. And who it could be? They could bring in. Uh, I don't know what they could bring in. Joe Green himself as the, the as the coordinator, and people would, right. people would say fired mean Joe. Yeah, but it is weird though. With the, the the I mean, it's obviously they're trying circumstances and all that. But man, the offense does look bleak. I mean, I I can't I, I can't totally dismiss all of the criticism on hand because I know it's an emotional reaction to how badly it's going. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, but whatever you know, it's uh, I don't know. It, it, it is what it is. I don't you know. It's like whatever. It's like what what else? It can be. Everything has been said about it. It's it, right. the masters of the obvious are out there. And uh, I don't know, you know, my I, but then again, my my way of life is uh, has been chosen to be the voted off the island. So uh, let's just get to a couple miscellaneous things at Paul Hebo, Paul Heben Kitties, ESPN's football power index, FPI for, for all you next gen stat fans. The, uh, the ESPN's FPI says the Steelers are the likeliest team to obtain the number one overall pick. Last time they picked number one, uh, they drafted Terry Bradshaw in 1970. That would certainly be, uh, you know, that was before my time. That would certainly be a once-in-a-lifetime event, a number one overall pick. Hopefully. It, uh, and I also wouldn't be surprised if that were to happen, that they would trade back just to fix more holes and also just because whatever player you pick there would almost have to be the very best at that in the league for what you'd have to justify paying them over and over number one can be a curse i think sometimes i just think oh, 100%. of reggie bush versus mario williams or whatever i think uh, there's uh, a lot of reasons matt stafford didn't play in and win a super bowl until he and not just detroit after being picked first overall there he had some fine seasons with the lines there's a bunch of those guys yeah so you know uh top five uh well i'm not even i'm not even getting into this conversation right right uh, right exactly and again it's and i want to say no it's way too early for that that doesn't mean this is going to be a good season that doesn't even mean this is going to be a fun season but it does mean that you know here we stand weeks before halloween to entertain that kind of foolishness even at one in seven god forbid should that actually happen then it's still too early to entertain that conversation this uh you know this is i found you know this interesting at joe frk frick Tomlin without Ben, 19-19-1. Fire him. He's terrible. Washed. Meanwhile, Belichick without Brady, 73-82. Carroll without Wilson, 50-54. Harbaugh without Flacco or Lamar Jackson, 4-9. That's not that big. <laughs> Peyton without Breeze, 17-12. Walsh without Montana or Young, 13-21-1. Noel without Bradshaw, 86-97-1. 
Uh, so maybe having a good QB is kind of important. Oh, yeah. We, we may end up taking Carroll off of this list pretty soon if they really <laughs> turn something around with Gino there. But, um, but yeah, it, uh, uh, you'll know. And, 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 yeah, and I think the point is to keep these, uh, these numbers as low as possible. So hopefully um, with Pickett, this, uh, we can turn this around to get uh, uh, off of this list. Um, well... I think uh, I think my time has come to an end. Oh, you're finally packing it in there, are you? Yeah, I just I you know my I don't have anything I don't have any insight on any of this. All I can just say is uh, you know be nice out there, but people don't want that. People have rejected that. They want uh, they want to fire people. They, they you know they want heads roll off of their heads. Mm-hmm. It's an emotional response. So I will uh, I'll be. I guess retiring from the airwaves. So thank you. Thank you for the platform and for your, your listens. Mm-hmm. monster with me with greg benevent hello i I saw slithering here in the uh studio and didn't realize what was going on good afternoon monster dang welcome glad to be back a lot of these podcasters like to act like the troll but Hmm. you know i actually live under the smithfield street bridge Hmm. so uh come see me at station square uh steelers uh, they might be the worst team in the nfl it's hard to find something positive about them at this point. Everything is flawed. Even Tomlin's challenge flag looks closer to brown than red. Someone someone needs to get rid of their their uh, laundry person. You have been reading the FPI rankings, there, monster. That's, that's right. That's right. I read all the stats. It's, this is this has got to be the worst Steelers team since the eighties. Might be the wor- the worst team in the NFL. I don't think they could beat the Maulers right mm-hmm. now. Is there is there a denigration league? What's oh relegation? Yeah, where they where they go down to the you know arena two. Arena two is is more this uh, this this team's you know the, the 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 defense is abysmal, the offense is abysmal, the parking is abysmal. Let's be honest, Permanis is abysmal. I don't think I've ever had anything other than the big sandwich. Mm, ugh, like, it's Steelers are the coleslaw of the NFL sandwich. Ugh. If, if and if anyone even tries to find any optimism or parallels to the 2013 season at one and four, just save it. All right. What's what's the point of another 500 season? Keep going backwards. 
from the standard. 500 is literally the same thing as 0-17 in the NFL. These, these Steelers are just awful. Awful on offense. Awful on defense. Awful on special teams. I wouldn't pick this team on NFL Blitz. Oh, that's a deep reference. I haven't heard that one in a while. It, uh, well, people like Kenny. They're coming out to see Kenny. Uh, I've come to expect failure from this team. Mm. Well, what, what, I would have turned the Bills game off years ago. Now this is routine. There is no good tune in time. Can't score in the first quarter. Can't stop in the fourth quarter. I give no quarter. This is worse than the Tommy Maddox Steelers. Oh, those teams won some games. I mean, they had some real trouble on defense, but uh, they put up a lot of points. Well, I never thought we'd see the day we're back at that level. Bubby Brister must be rolling in his grave. I did think of Hank Poteet when I saw that uh, first touchdown by the Bills in this last game. Rest in peace. Steelers were beyond lucky to win one game. They will not benefit from that luck again this season. Stick a fork in them. This season is done. I called it with 13.52 left in the first quarter. Ball game. Turn it off. Get back to my knees over toe squats. Wasn't it like 17 to 3 with like 13 minutes left? Or it was, it was, they were definitely, oh, no, no. It was still, right. They were still within it in the first quarter. That's right. Yeah. I left at halftime to walk around a bed, bath, and beyond with my neighbor's fiance voluntarily. This season is shot. Right now, I'd find Brady Bunch reruns more entertaining than this Steelers team. And I've seen all the Brady Bunch reruns. Wow. Take the cursed tiki back to the cave, Tomlin. Is that a Survivor reference? Brady Bunch in Hawaii. Oh, 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 oh. I I never saw either. Okay. JV move. Hmm. Varsity, that's what we're talking about. Varsity versus JV. Mm. Art Rooney, we need changes. You know, how does Tomlin routinely reference players who can play varsity ball when in the entire coaching staff he's constructed his JV level? Being one of the glamour franchises in the NFL and employing coaches and coordinators this bad is indefensible. Hmm. Coach Tomlin has given up. His time has come. Announce it tonight, Rooney. <laughs> I heard Vegas is regretting that 14-point line for Buffalo. My bookie isn't even picking up the phone. It's up to eight already for Tampa. They needed to activate the mercy rule in this game. Shut it off. The Steelers are so hard to watch. Tomlin's playing scared. Canada has no idea how to coach in the NFL, and the defense is lost. Najee isn't seeing holes. O-line couldn't block a toddler. Maybe not in all of the above, but there might be a little bit of truth in some of those, yeah. I've seen it. Kenny isn't getting a chance to sling it. Matt Canada needs to be fired. As a Steelers fan, I'd like to see Matt Canada fired immediately. I'd also like us to trade Mason Rudolph, Chase Claypool, and Devin Bush for draft picks.
I bet we could get like a fifth for all of them combined. And TJ Watt, don't even come back to next season. That That's all. I think if they tried to keep TJ from coming on the field, he'd kill somebody. Matt Canada is a domestic terrorist. How is he even allowed to fly to Buffalo? Fly back, I think, was more the problem. I cannot explain how furious I am to see two consecutive runs for two yards to start a drive directly after a 62-yarder from the Bills. I swear Canada is trying to lose it on purpose. Maybe it was the same play for that run over and over again. (laughs) Canada never calls up a 62-yard play. He needs to be fired now. Tomlin and Austin need to be fired at the end of the season. Clean house. So start next year with Kenny and Brian Flores at the. Well, if Tom, if Tomlin doesn't fire Tomlin, if Tomlin doesn't fire Canada tonight, the Roonies need to take a look into firing Tomlin. That's obvious. I think you were onto something with Tomlin firing Tomlin. That seems like that might be uh, uh, an interesting avenue to go down. He's obviously in over his head. All he does is Google quotes on Saturday and says them after the loss on Sunday. I do prepare what I'm going to say to people in the event the Steelers lose, so I can definitely sympathize with that. You know, you, Matt Canada, I pray for your demise. You piece of architect of the three and out. How long are we going to suffer this terrible play calling? Please, fire Matt Canada. Holy how pathetic does an office have to offense have to look before they fire that bum? Doesn't matter if it's a rebuild year or not. At minimum, Canada needs to be fired. Stop being loyal to trash. I thought you were to say, like, at minimum, he has to be fired. After that, we have to look into deportation or some kind of incarceration or uh, moonshot. Investigation at minimum? Mm. Dead serious take. We would be better off with Ben Roethlisberger as our offensive coach right now. He could call the games from that spacious basement. Exactly. I'd like to blame Matt Canada, but Mike Tomlin signs off on this offense. You can't hide the rookie down 14, down 21, down 28. Pass to open up the run game. You know, you know why without seemingly casting a wide net or doing any real search, was Mike Tomlin even permitted to hire Matt Canada as offensive coordinator? Canada was the guy behind the guy who failed. Follow the trail. Canada did seem to be right there when they they got rid of uh, Feekner there, yeah. Well, so why was Tomlin permitted by ownership to simply elevate him? These are valid questions. That it takes an important monster to ask. You know, the longer Matt Canada has a job, the warmer Tomlin's seat should get. (laughs) Through five weeks, no receiver with a touchdown? Is Mike Tomlin on the hot seat yet? Steelers suck. It's the first time in, what, like 20 years or something like that? The Steelers, no receiver, get the touchdown? It's some amazing stat I remember seeing. You'd have to go back through the annals of time. May as well start with the coaching staff. Fire Tomlin first. You only live on past glories for so long. 
This might be the 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 worst display of coaching I've ever seen. This team and the coaching staff. You know, and, and the Steelers players have stopped playing for the joke of a coach that is Mike Tomlin. It's an increasingly embarrassing performance that needs to be corrected now. I Watching the game, I did start to feel embarrassed, but then I ended up just feeling more sad eventually. So I see where you're coming from there, Monster. Ugh, Mike Tomlin is a f***ing idiot. I can't take take up for him any longer. I supported him when I probably shouldn't have. But he's run this team into the ground so many different ways. It's a shame we can't take live calls, Monster, because I think you would be very popular with our callers. Oh, break, get the calls in right now. 412-609-7043. I'm tired of hearing about how what a great coach Tomlin is. His teams have been trending downward for years. A liar about not living in his fears. I've always felt that Tomlin isn't a great coach. And games like this week exposed it. I'm talking about hiring and coaching decisions. You know, remember when Todd Haley was offensive coordinator? Tequila Cowboy. We'd hang we'd hang 30 to 35 on opponents weekly. Good times. Tell, can we bring Randy Feekner back? <laughs> I assume he's in an assisted living facility somewhere. You and, and this Steelers loss is on Tomlin and Canada. Mm. You don't challenge that play by Pickens? Are you sleeping, Tomlin? Did you just give up on your players? I thought one hand was counted for nothing. I was I was totally on board with not that. But I mean, but you're you know that, that that's just me. I'm I'm a human being. Uh, that's what yeah. That's what New York will say. <laughs> Steelers assistants need to go. Faulkner, Canada, Myers, Jackson, Austin, Dunbar. No business. In the NFL. I forgot about like half of those guys since training camp ended. Maybe after today, Tomlin will wake up. <laughs> and if the Steelers don't get rid of Matt Canada, they all deserve to be fired by Art Rooney. It's literal insanity at this point. Multiple years, multiple quarterbacks, no touchdowns in the first quarter. About 20 touchdowns in two years? Definitely, we'd be better with no offense at all. It feels that way a lot watching the team. Why even try to gain momentum before the first half and then go for it on fourth down? Eh, Let's miss a field goal and give it right back to the Bills so they can drive it down our throats again. (laughs) Tomlin and Canada are both problems. Go for a field goal, down 28 gutless decision so much wasted talent on this team it's unbelievable tomlin and art they're running it like the gambino crime family oh those types always end up getting it in the end too always Uh, oh oh that took a turn tomlin canada austin all need to be fired Okay, we've expanded it now, Austin as well. Okay. Well, get a get a new offensive coordinator and then bump Flores up to DC. Hold those people accountable that have made the Steelers a complete mess. I hear Matt Rule is available. <laughs> Damn, this Steelers team sucks. 
Our top end offensive players can't catch. The defense is lost without TJ. This coaching staff has no idea what they're doing. Tomlin, you're clueless when it comes to these game time decisions. I, he should make the decision for those guys to get healthier, but uh, boy, they do look lost out there. Not not sure. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm going to watch another Steelers game as long as Canada is still around. <laughs> this team needs a complete overhaul. All all week I heard Kenny Pickett has moxie. Please, I didn't expect him to win, but I expected a hell of a lot better than three points. It uh, it does hit me that that overhaul is a uh, good synonym for rebuild. Maybe, maybe not exact. Not exactly. Kenny Pickett, throw the ball away, maybe, instead of running for a negative three. That would have been good. You know, I don't want to forget that stupid play where Kenny didn't throw the ball away, making it third and six, loss of three. Those are the idiotic mistakes I can't stand. Oh, and, and does Pickett not have the freedom to audible? I'd be very surprised if he did. Because he either can't read defenses at all, or he's not allowed to, allowed to audible. In which case, get him out of there. Today's NFL, you have to be able to audible. I did like that image of the uh, the Steelers running uh, Najee right at that nine-man box. I forget if that was in the third or not. Well, I, I would like I would like the Steelers to take Zappy in the later <laughs> rounds. Then we could have built our O line or our or our defensive backs with some of those early picks. Mm-hmm. And just try giving it all over to Zappy. You know, well, what's what's the difference between a Steelers with a garbage franchise and a rookie quarterback or the Patriots dominating with a rookie quarterback? Mm, Well, I can think of one thing, coaching, better coaching. I would have accepted the Detroit Lions versus the Bills, but yeah, we can go with that too. This offense is always more than just a QB away from being good, and this pass game proved it. Wide receivers need to make plays on a more consistent basis. Offense needs to establish a run game. Najee Harris is garbage, but of course, just keep giving him the ball for, you know, a predictable run, run, pass, kick. I'm embarrassed to even be a fan of this team. I love my Steelers, but it's embarrassing to watch it. Oh, they started giving the ball to uh, Warren for a run, run, pass, kick. Najee Harris is the perfect example why you don't draft a running back in the first round, especially when your offensive line isn't established. Based off what I've no seen from there. yeah, well, based off what I've seen from Najee, if he if if his play stays at this level, when it's time to pick up his rookie option, no way, absolutely not. He'll be on the Devin Bush train out of here. Jalen Warren has flat out been better than Najee Harris. He's earned way more touches. Tomlin's stubbornness and antiquated one back ways are the way the reason where they are this way. He's the only one who can't see it. It is weird that uh, Jalen Warren's success is seen as a failure of the team. Well, what about Deontay Johnson? Guaranteed to drop at least three balls a game. I just called my bookie and put three C's on it. I, I might bet on him dropping two or three a game, yeah. Well, Particularly good, in big moments, too. Good luck. My guy wouldn't take the bet. He said it's too much of a sure thing. <laughs> Imagine letting Juju walk so you could take Deontay Johnson. I don't even care about box score stats. Juju made tough catches. He knew how to block. He cheered and celebrated every success. 
I imagine you were a big fan of Juju last season as well with the uh, 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 box uh, spring challenge or whatever. Oh, they, I was his, uh, his whole career. Uh, <laughs> a couple minus a couple moments. <laughs> you know, he had more intangibles than Deontay drops in. Make George Pickens a volume receiver ASAP. Johnson and Claypool got more targets than him, and he still had more catches than both. Time to pump Pickens the rock. Pickens should be targeted 12 to 15 times. If Kenny's going to throw 50, bump it up to 18 to 20 minimum. Well, if Kenny's throwing 50, I assume they're losing badly. That's that's just trying to stay away from that so far. Well, the coaching sucks. But if any of us were being paid what some of those receivers and defensive players were being paid, we'd get kicked to the curb. Yeah, fire Matt Canada. That's obvious. But the defense ought to be embarrassed. They need big changes on that side of the ball. Highest paid D in the NFL and allows 350 yards in one half pathetic well it was pathetic but i mean a lot of those guys that made up that 108 million weren't there i forget someone did the math but it was only like 60 million of uh was on of the defense was on the field for that first half totally unacceptable heads need to roll 108 million defense ain't worth half it no they were about worth about just about half of it almost exactly that one was right yeah a b showed more d last week that was a cute quote. I forget if that. I think it was. I think it was RG three said that. I don't know. You might have to fire your defensive coordinator as well as Canada, because some of the calls. I have no idea what they're doing. Might be the worst defensive performance by a Steelers defense in my lifetime, and I remember the twenty twenty one Steelers. <laughs> they do seem to have a problem with uh, giving up twenty plus points in the first half. That's happened a bit too much in the last year or so. Steelers defense and coordinators are so bad, this could quickly become just like watching the Pirates. Cam Hayward, you're the new Al Martin. Alex Highsmith, you're Midre Cummings. Wow, that that's a deep pull, but uh, fortunately that can never happen due to a hard salary cap. Terrell Austin, you're Lloyd McClendon. Rob Spillane, Zach Duke. <laughs> I imagine uh, uh, you probably might not have been too much of a fan of Lloyd back in the day there, Monster. I, I imagine maybe you said some harsh things about him as then as well. Worst, worst coach in the MLB. <laughs> How is our defense this bad without Watt? They might be as bad as the offense. We just have a bad team all around. I bet the 2008 Lions dropped 20. I bet the 2008 Lions dropped 40 on this Wattless Steelers. Well, couldn't they still throw to Megatron? Wasn't he on that team? Wasn't that a big part of why he retired? It, uh, I, I could be wrong, but it, um... well, this is this is a defense coached by Mike Tomlin, Brian Flores, Tara Austin. They can't seem to operate without one player. <laughs> this is far from a great D. Yeah, Overrated. Yeah. I thought I was still recruit. Yeah, it's it's uh, uh, the last few parts were uh, pretty correct there. Yeah. At, uh, well, 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 let me get this right. Mike Tomlin, the defensive-minded head coach, yet the Steelers haven't had an elite defense in a long time, and it's an offensive league now. Things are going great, huh? Love it. Awesome. Stellar. Just keep doing what we're doing. 
You know, Steelers had one QB hit on Sunday, one, and it came from Minka Fitzpatrick on the third play of the game. Right. It's why they got the touchdown, yeah. So there were two big screw-ups on that 98-yard touchdown pass. Why are you blitzing your best player when they've called a 98-yard bomb? <laughs> That's squarely on the shoulders of Terrell Austin, Brian Flores, Mike Tomlin, Art Rooney, and Matt Canada. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I, I, hand on the Bible. I'm not sure I could tell you Malik Reed played in that game. Omar Khan needs to pay Joe Hayden whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the person who's looking less and less solid. Omar Khan. Right there's the DJ signing, not trading Mason or Bush or Claypool. Those free agent signings for the defense, and then there's the O line, more like Omar Khan. Oh, that was, I can't believe it took five weeks to get to that one. I like that. You know, Minka had both hands on that interception. Oh, he had it in his stomach. They just wanted it more. Where's the heart? I've said it before. Gotta win 50-50 balls 100% of the time. Unacceptable. It does seem weird that, like, uh, it's one of those rare plays that the right thing to do is literally just fall down or stop running. And Presley Harvin needs to join Gunner on the street. A one and four team, enough justifying this draft pick. Professional punters can do better than 29 and 33 yards in the wind. Hell, I've, I've kicked a traffic cone 30 yards off the pier at Station Square. I think Presley is down towards the league bottom in terms of uh, punting, but uh, he doesn't play every game in that stadium, thankfully. There's no position on this team that's any good. They should be called the Pittsburgh Missionaries. <laughs> I'm I'm okay, you know, mm -hmm. for sure. This is feeding straight into my Steelers draft. Will Anderson fantasy mm -hmm. roll tide. Which guy is that? The alignment or the 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 blitzer? That's the uh, Alabama Alabama guy. Oh, oh, okay. That's that's. I see. We've both done a uh, same amount of draft prep there, monster. Well, Steeler fans should start rooting for this team to lose as much as possible for the rest of the season now, because Landon a the draft pick. To add to a team with a young first-round quarterback would be the best result at this point. Here's what I want the Steelers to do. Please. Obviously, we're going to get a high pick. For sure. Either trade back, mm -hmm. not too not too far, mm -hmm. not out of the top 10, and get more picks. Need a first and a second, maybe another first. We need a guy on the O-line. But I also want to see us active in free agency. Mm. Get some vets on that line. You know, mm. let Pickett succeed. I heard that, uh, the other day someone said on uh, Pittsburgh Radio Monster that uh, would you take the Gruden deal for Tomlin? The team gave you two first-round picks and a couple other draft picks. I think they were second or thirds. So that, uh, if you would do that for Tomlin. Any, any, anything, anything to clean house. <laughs> The Steelers still have five more primetime games this season. Yikes. Wow. Roger wow. Goodell is currently Googling how to flex out Steelers. Best thing to do right now, Steeler fans, is to cancel KDKA. <laughs> Such a sad year for the Steeler fans. Football season's usually the best time for my mental, but I'm not sure about this year, you know? I assume you said mental health and not just your mental, but we, we I would accept that too. Or? I'm, with the, I'm with the slang. Oh, oh kids yeah mm -hmm. well all right so let's recap okay okay please. these are these are my five takeaways sure 
Fire Matt Canada. One, yep. Give Pickens the ball. Yeah. Two. Let Najee heal and play Warren. Okay. Call Joe Hayden. Call Joe Hayden. And fire Matt Canada. Fire Matt Canada. And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 you can build a foundation from that. This is the Monongahela Monster, uh, the new number one source of trolling content on Behind the Steel Curtain. Yeah, it, uh, it, it, for those of you who can't see him, he looks kind of like Hedora in the old Godzilla movies. That's a deep cut for some of you older folks out there. I'm, I'm a fan of the classics. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep listening to uh, Behind the Steel Curtain Network. The Steelers preview is coming up. I, you know, those guys definitely want to fire Canada. Keep tuned. Those are good guys. Uh, <laughs> you know, we'll see if they want to fire Austin as well. That might be, uh, they might not be full, full on fans. So we'll see. Yeah, that's a lot of previewing then. All right. Thanks for listening. Until, uh, until ne- next week. Uh, Anger and hate are supreme.